Silences by DeBose Hayward. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. From Carolina Chansons by Hervey Allen and DeBose Hayward. Silences, followed by Note on the Chimes by DeBose Hayward. You who have known my city for a day and heard the music of her steepled bells, then laughed and passed along your vagrant way, carrying only what the city tells to those who listened solely with their ears. You know St. Matthew's swinging harmonies and old St. Michael's tale of golden years, far less like bells than chanted memories. Yet there is something wanting in the song of lyric youth with voice unschooled by pain and there are breathing stillnesses that throng dim corners and that only stir again when bells are dumb not even bronze that beats our heart-throbs back can tell of old defeats but you who take the city for your own come with me when the night flows deep and kind along these narrow ways of troubled stone and floods the wide savannas of the mind with tides that cool the fever of the day one with the dark, companioned by the stars, will seek St. Philip's, nebulous and gray, holding its throbbing beacon to the bars, a prisoned spirit vibrant in the stone that knew its empire of forgotten things. Then will the city know you for her own, and feel you meet to share her sufferings, while down a swirl of poignant memories herself shall find you in her silences." Once coaches waited row on shining row before this door, and where the thirsty street drank the deep shadow of the portico, the Sunday hush was stirred by happy feet, low greetings, and the rustle of brocade. The organ throb and warmth of sunny eyes that flashed and smiled beneath a bonnet shade, life with the lure of all its swift disguise. Then from the soaring lyric of the spire, like the composite voice of all the town, the bells burst swiftly into singing fire that wrapped the building and which showered down bright cadences to flash along the ways, loud with the splendid gladness of the days. War took the city, and the laughter died from lips that pain had kissed. One after one all lovely things went down the sanguine tide, while death made moaning answer to the gun. Then, as a golden voice dies in the throat of one who lives, but whose glad heart is dead, the bells were taken, and a sterner note rang from their bronze where Lee and Jackson led. The rhythmic seasons chill and burn and chill, cooling old angers, warming hearts again. The ancient building quickens to the thrill of lilting feet, but only singing rain flutters old echoes in the portico. Those who can still remember love it so. End of Silences by DeBose Hayward Note on the Chimes to accompany Silences The bells of Charleston, like the bells of London Town, have a peculiar interest. St. Michael's bells and clock were brought from England in 1764. When the British evacuated Charleston in 1782, they took the bells with them. A Mr. Renault bought them in England and returned them. They were rehung in November 1783. During the Civil War, St. Michael's steeple was the target for Federal artillery and fleet guns. 
1861 the bells were taken to Columbia, South Carolina, where two of them were stolen, and the rest injured by fire when the city was burned. Those left were again sent to England, and recast in the original molds. In March 1867 they once again rang out from the spire. St. Philip's Church stands in the old part of the town. During the Civil War its bells were cast into cannon. For a long time its steeple was used as a lighthouse. It is the center of forgotten things. The bells of St. Matthew's are modern and speak of a new order, but all the bells are the voice of the town. They speak for her silences, which are eloquent. End of Note on the Chimes Recording by Laurie Ann Walden from South Carolina Now living in North Carolina